name is Julian Chambliss. I'm professor of English here at MSU. And I'm the faculty lead in the Graphic Possibilities Research Workshop. My name is Justin Weigard. I'm one of the graduate research workshop coordinators. Uh, I'm a fifth year PhD candidate and I work with comics and games and play in various ways. Okay, and my name is Ronnie Ford. I am the other grad student facilitator for the Graphic Possibilities Workshop. I study medieval literature and specifically like how we can come to understand what we would call today gender and sexuality in medieval literature and what that means. And I promise there's a connection between medieval literature and comics and I would love to talk about it today. Yeah, I think that's definitely something we want to try to do. I, I actually think that uh, later episode, we're going to do a one-on-one with you yeah. uh, related to comics. Um, so for people who are listening, it's important to recognize that Department of English here at Michigan State University has a long uh, tradition related to comics and popular culture studies. So every year uh, for more than a decade, we've had the MSU Comics Forum, which is our annual research and comics event um, that sort of split between sort of like panels and papers around comics and critical conversations, and also uh, kind of artist alley. So we have a, a keynote scholar and a keynote artist. Uh, for the last couple of years, there has been an MSU Comics Forum podcast, but that podcast has come to an end. And as part of the Graphic Possibilities Research Workshop, which is one of the research workshops sponsored by the Department of English, we are doing this podcast series as a series of conversations really sort of zeroing in on the focal point of the Graphic Possibilities Research Workshop, which as Ronnie's sort of description sort of indicates, does cover a really complicated exploration of the complex critical conversations that we see connected to the comics, both in a domestic context, but also in a kind of global context. So the research workshop is actually entering its second year. Our first year, uh, we focus on sort of establishing the workshop and having a series of talks and presentations around comics and comic studies. As I indicated, that's sort of like a very vital part of our conversations here. And this year, uh, we're sort of following up on those, those processes that we started last year. And so it might be worthwhile to sort of like briefly run down what we did last year uh, in terms of like big projects. And probably the biggest one is the graphic possibilities, OER, Open Electronic Resource. And I think Justin can say a little bit about that. And then we'll sort of like lay out why we are here and sort of preview of what we intend to do with this podcast series, this short podcast series, because I think it's going to be 100 episodes. So, Justin? Yeah. Um, one of the returning conversations we had last year, and actually have had for uh, a little while now, is trying to increase access to comics and increase access to uh, comics resources and scholarship here at MSU. Over the year, uh, the previous uh, graduate coordinators at Cruzy, uh, myself and Julian, collaborated and put together a rather sizable database of comics scholarship and resources like interviews with comics creators and comics makers, 
video documentaries. I'm trying to think of what else. A whole host of uh, resources available to folks at MSU, as well as some resources that are uh, externally available as well. And we worked with the MSU library to catalog and uh, house these on the library's website so that these are, uh, this is a publicly available uh, database. And uh, over the year, we kind of started uh, building it out, building it out. And then at the tail end of spring 2020, the tail end of this spring semester, we were fortunate, Graphic Possibilities Research Workshop was fortunate enough to get a History Makers Digital Humanities Fellowship to work with some additional History Makers archives. And one of the results of that was creating lesson plans, which kind of gave us a new outreach, a new branch of the OER to create not just um, uh, scholarship, but also creating pedagogy resources. So we were able to upload some lesson plans related to the comics archive and other um, resources related to that. So we are hoping to continue that work this fall uh, by continuing to upload and create lesson plans and other resources along with that, updating with new and important emerging comic scholarship with new areas that weren't included in the first round of the OER and continue bridging the gap between digital humanities and comics. Right, and it's important to recognize that um, the History Makers is a digital archive that focuses on African-American individuals and you know, what they broadly define as History Makers. Uh, this is an archive with really thousands of interviews that are available through the MSU library. And of course, we're contractually obligated to say that MSU is home to the largest publicly accessible collection of comic books in the world. That's a joke. We're not contractually obligated to say it, but I often say that just to emphasize that we have a way of saying it, which I feel like involves some sort of lawsuit, but that's just me. I, I would be remiss if we didn't mention that we have over 300,000 uh, comics and comics-related artifacts housed within that archive. <laughs> exactly. So with this new year and some of the changes in terms of the, the comics ecosystem, uh, we're stepping in to sort of continue those conversations at some level uh, with the podcast, right? So this is the Graphic Possibilities podcast. And as the nature of the research workshop that it evolves, Ronnie has come on board as a new graduate co-lead. And Ronnie's background does sort of emphasize one of the things that we often talk about internally. We want to make clear to people around the country and around the world that we do think about comics in a more sophisticated way. There's more going on with comics than, than people might know. And of course, within comic studies, those conversations are pretty, pretty vibrant. Uh, but this is we're really trying to think about platforming more sophisticated conversations and, and supporting the work of our graduate students and our faculty who are interested in comics. So, Ryan, this is a great opportunity for you to explain how this whole medieval thing, because comics medieval, a lot of people aren't going to necessarily put those together. Right. What you said about kind of looking at comics through more of a sophisticated or critical approach, I think that that actually can kind of go both ways in terms of looking at medieval texts with a lens of, that's kind of influenced and informed by the way that we look at comics. Because a lot of medieval texts are, you know, they have a lot in common with, with comics. I think you can, you can ask a lot of the same questions of, say, an illuminated manuscript as a comic. Like, 
why is this action the one being depicted or why is this miniature like in this particular placement so i think that it's interesting to look at those connections and a big part of my interest in comics specifically and kind of coming into this workshop with the idea of studying visual narrative and a manuscript is a is a visual narrative an illuminated manuscript is a visual narrative really and so yeah a big part of my interest in comics is because I kind of see them as an evolution of illuminated manuscripts. And I should say that illuminated manuscripts feature these things called miniatures and they're like these little squares. They're small illustrations and they're sort of wrapped in the text that it's depicting and they accompany and add to and decorate the text and they're arranged meticulously and carefully, much like a, a page in a comic would be. So. Part of what I hope to kind of explore throughout the workshop and the podcast and everything with both of you is what we can learn from the connection between this really, really old thing that like is kind of really obscure in many ways, but how, what we can learn about that thing from how it lasted and sort of transformed into comics. Yeah, so that's kind of my whole connection to this and a lot of it thanks to um, someone mentioned previously, Zach Cruzy, Dr. Zach Cruzy, who gave me a uh, big copy of Prince Valiant, and it just kind of clicked in my brain first time I read it. So, yeah, that's why I'm here personally. So this season, and it might be the only season, but we're going to just say this. This season for the Graphic Possibilities podcast will be a series of conversations. So this is a conversation podcast. And the people we're going to be talking to are people doing the critical work of comics in our communities. And there are other people we'll probably be talking to who aren't in our community, but the backbone of this will be those people who are in our community. Cultural possibilities as a research workshop, as a sort of a twin concern around teaching and researching comics. Some of those conversations are going to be about teaching, and then some of those conversations are going to be about research. And so as you listen to our conversations, you'll hear our voices, um, talking to people in our department, in our community, we're doing the work of comic studies, which is a really dynamic field and a growing field. And we'll update you on some of the things that we're doing in terms of the work around some of the things that are sort of key conversations that we identify. The idea of comics in DH, for example, with projects like you know, Comics is Data, which is a big ongoing thing that we're doing, or our wiki, data project that we are started here, which is sort of connected to the Composite Data Project, but is quickly sort of evolved into its own kind of ongoing institutional engagement for us. And then of course, there's the work that people like Ronnie and a lot of our other graduate students are doing, thinking about comics in the context of a variety of fields. So this is an opportunity for those of you who aren't at MSU to get a sense of the sort of dynamic way that we talk about comics at MSU. And hopefully, and you'll enjoy those conversations, but you'll definitely have an opportunity to learn more about the kind of architecture around teaching and learning comics that we're building here. So that's what I got to say, but I'm not the only person who has things to say. So what about, what are you guys looking forward to um, in terms of these conversations that are coming up? So one of the things I'm really excited about is this, emphasis that we're taking with the graphic possibilities of teaching with comics or what comics have to teach us. 
one of the great things that came out of the History Makers Fellowship that I had mentioned before was that we got to run a series of short uh, intensive workshops with students from Michigan State University, including um, an undergraduate student, a master's student, a PhD candidate, who all worked with the History Makers Archive to try and incorporate archival videos of African-American comics creators or with African-American history makers who were somehow inspired by or otherwise engaged with comics. And they are planning to incorporate those into their classrooms this upcoming fall or spring, which is really exciting. So uh, we're hoping to have those folks on the podcast, but we're also hoping to speak with more folks at MSU who are bringing comics into the classroom in really interesting ways, ranging from folks who are teaching comics for the very first time to folks who are using comics as a uh, critical making process, a creative endeavor themselves to, I mean, really the sky's the limit because comics are such a fluid and flexible and pliable medium. And so uh, I think like, like the rest of you here, uh, I'm just always really excited to hear what other people are doing with comics and with comics research and pedagogy almost more than I am hearing myself talk. Um, which I like, I like a whole lot. I'm not going to lie, but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to speaking with other comics pedagogues. Pedagogues? Pedagogues. Yeah. Anyways, Ronnie? Yeah, I particularly am really excited at the prospect of, I mean, similar to what you said, I, I myself am going to learn a lot from this process as well. And that's going to be great for me for many reasons, because I do really want to myself incorporate comics into my classrooms. Specifically, I'd like to look at comics like Prince Valiant that are kind of, you know, they tell medieval stories because then it has kind of a connection to my field as well. I think there's a lot to be learned about how to teach, how to teach visual texts that are kind of outside of our general or sort of typical understanding of comics from looking at how people are teaching comics, right? So like, I can learn about how to teach an illuminated manuscript or something by talking to someone who teaches, who teaches with comics, right? And I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing how that dynamic sort of plays out and how we can, you know, both kind of gain things from each other. Because really, I think pedagogy, a lot of it for me comes down to, it's sort of a communal effort learning from the people around you. So yeah, I'm really very excited at the prospect. And I'm also particularly excited to talk about comics as projects in the classroom, because I really like the idea of um, giving like options for projects for like, you can only write so many papers or sometimes it's nice to have something a little bit, uh, a little bit more, or uh, engaging in a different way, right? Um, So Having people create, like having students create comics, I think is just a wonderful and really engaging um, sort of learning tool. And I'm really excited about being able to sort of talk about that and work out the the details and everything. All right. Well, I think that's a great way to end this episode, which is really the introduction to the series. And so stay tuned for more. Bye. Bye, friends. Take it easy, everybody. (laughs) 